Welcome back to the Vine Church podcast. Today we continue our studies in 1 Thessalonians, Paul, the Gospel and the Church. If you haven't already, you can find us on YouTube at the Vine Church Heart. We'd love for you to join us over there. Good morning. I'm going to read to you from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 1 to 6. But before I do read, I'll tell you a quick story about the routine in the LaRue household. So last night, Monday night, my wife was at work at the hospital on her late shift. She was due to get in at about sort of half past nine. And so having cooked dinner and having eaten with the kids, um, I sort of thought, well, I could just sit back now and and, and watch the telly or read my commentaries uh, with some music on and watch out the window for her to return. But I thought, no, 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 we need to make sure that everything's nice and tidy for when she returns. And so I uh, got the family involved in doing the washing up, cleaning the kitchen so that it was ready for when she returned. And that's kind of just a, a small example of what Paul is saying here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, which is this, that the people in Thessalonica needed to be awake, needed to be ready, needed to be watching for the return of Christ, for the day of the Lord. And they didn't need, they shouldn't just be staring out the window. They shouldn't be just speculating about dates. Uh, They shouldn't be idle or sleeping, but rather they should be actively serving, actively working, actively praying, being alert and watchful for his return. So let's read chapter five and verse one. It says, now, brothers, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labour pains on a pregnant woman and they will not escape. But you, brothers, are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the light or the darkness. So then let us not be asleep. Sorry. So then let us not be like others who are asleep but let us be alert and self-controlled. So Paul is writing to these people and in chapter four, he addressed their concerns about those who had fallen asleep, who had died and what will happen to them. And now in chapter five, he's addressing their concerns about, well, what about us who are still alive? What will happen to us on the day of the Lord? Will we be ready? Will we be judged? Will, are we, should we be scared about this day of the Lord? And so Paul, Paul writes very pastorally and also very practically about how to be ready for the day of the Lord and what will happen when he returns, the day of God's judgment and the day of God's vindication. What should we be doing? Now, Paul says to them, look, You've got a good concern, but you're asking the wrong question. You're asking, when is this going to happen? Paul, could you perhaps give us a date? Uh, That would be helpful. If we had a date, then we could make sure that we were ready. We know what time he's coming. uh, And so we can just be ready for that date. Uh, And uh, Paul says, no, 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 that's not the right question. You don't need to ask when, but you need to ask, how should I behave? And what should I be doing whilst I'm waiting because it could happen at any time. 
And the picture here is like a thief in the night. A thief doesn't send a postcard, a burglar, to say, I'm going to come at 3.45 in the morning if you want to just be ready for when I come to rob your house. No, he comes suddenly and unexpectedly and unannounced. He also uses the analogy here of a pregnant woman who is in the advanced stages of pregnancy. And then uh, it is inevitable that she will go into labour. And but nevertheless, it is not predictable exactly when that will be. And it, when it happens, it will be sudden. So you need to be ready because it is unavoidable. It will happen. The day of the Lord will come. The day of the Lord will happen. So therefore, be awake and be ready for the day of the Lord. You see, there are those who are saying at the time, peace and security, as it says in chapter one, in verse one, people will be saying peace and security. Ah, oh, the Romans have got it under control. Pax Romana, Pax Securitas. The politicians have got it all under control. Peace and security, as it tells us in 2 Peter and chapter three. People will say, scoffers will say, what do you mean this day of the Lord? What are you talking about the day of the Lord? Things will just carry on as they always have done. What do you mean? Nothing's changed. Nothing's going to change. Everything will just carry on as it always has done. Uh, and so in Matthew chapter 24, Jesus had warned people. It's a bit like in the days of Noah. People will be eating. People will be drinking. People will be getting married, being given in marriage. Uh, and then suddenly uh, the day will come. Uh, and so therefore you shouldn't be just thinking, oh, peace, safety, nothing will ever change. No, there is a day. There is a day. As it says in that song, when all uh, creation will be brought to a conclusion, when God will bring all things together, there is a day. It's in his calendar and it will happen. And so he says to them, therefore, the answer is not to know the date, but the answer is to always be ready so that whenever the date is, you are prepared and you are awake. And he uses the picture here of us being children of the light. We're no longer children of the darkness who sleep. Uh, and rather, we're to be children of the light. The picture of sleeping is a powerful one. When you're asleep, you're unconscious. You're not aware of what's going on. You're not alert to what's happening. And he says that the children of darkness are asleep or they're drunk. Either way, they're dull. They're unaware of what's going on. They're not tuned in to anything. Whereas we are children of the day. Therefore, we're alert. We're awake. We're conscious. We're in tune with God. We're aware of him. And so therefore, we should be awake and sober and alert. As it tells us in Romans chapter 13, and verse one, uh, sorry, verse 11. And I love these verses in Romans 13. It says this to us uh, in verse 11. Understanding the present time, the hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armour of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, sexual immorality, debauchery, dissension, jealousy. No, in other words, we should be ready and we should be awake because the night is nearly over. The picture there is of the morning, dawn, early dawn. So imagine this, okay? Imagine that you are told that there will be a parcel delivered to your house sometime tomorrow. Could be from any time early in the morning, it's going to be delivered. 
Now you go to bed, you close your blinds. Let's say your daughter also goes to bed, closes her blinds. But in the morning, at early, early dawn, your daughter wakes up uh, and uh, opens the blind. I know this is impossible to imagine a teenage daughter waking up early, but she wakes up early, opens the blinds. For her, it's daytime. It, the dawn has come. But for you, you're still asleep. The blinds are still closed. It's still dark. As far as you're concerned, it's still nighttime and you're still fast asleep. And so when suddenly the delivery arrives at 7.45 in the morning, you're fast asleep, you're unaware, you're not ready. Whereas your daughter who is awake because it is daytime for her is ready. And so for us, you see, it depends whether we are children of the day, in which case we will be awake, or whether we're children of the night, in which case we will be asleep as to whether we are ready. And so the encouragement here is to wake up, to be awake, to be ready. As it tells us in Isaiah chapter 60, wake up, O sleeper, arise for your light has come. As it tells us in Ephesians 5, you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. So live as children of the light, have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness. But instead, wake up, O sleeper, because he is coming. I love what it tells us in uh, The Pilgrim's Progress, which is uh, obviously by Bunyan. And I just need to open up the, uh, the passage. But in Pilgrim's Progress, it tells us of a chapter called The Enchanted Ground. And it says this, I saw then in my dream that when they that they went till they came to, into a certain country, whose air naturally tended to make one drowsy. If he came a stranger into it, if he came a stranger into it, and here hopeful began to be very dull and heavy of sleep. Wherefore he said unto Christian, I do now begin to grow so drowsy that I can scarcely hold up mine eyes. Let us lie down here and take one nap. Christian says, by no means, lest sleeping we never wake more. Hopeful says, why, my brother, sleep is sweet to the labouring man. We may be refreshed if we take a nap. Christian says, do you remember that one of the shepherds bid us beware of the enchanted ground? He meant that uh, by that, that we should beware of sleeping. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. I acknowledge my fault, said Hopeful. And had I been alone, I had by sleeping run the danger of death. I see it is true that the wise man says two are better than one. Hitherto hath thy, thy company been my mercy, and thou shalt have a good reward for thy labour. Now then, said Christian, to prevent drowsiness in this place, let us fall into good discourse. With all my heart, said the other. And so Christian helped Hopeful to be awake because uh, the enchanted ground towards the end of the journey was a place where they could just go drowsy and fall asleep. And so he says, no, no, uh, this is dangerous. The shepherd warned us about this place. The shepherd warned us that you could easily fall asleep. At the end of the journey, you're fatigued, you're tired, it's hard work, 
just keeping going. You can just fall asleep. Everyone else around you is fast asleep. They're oblivious to the things of God. So it's just so easy to join in with them and fall asleep as well. Switch off to the things of God. But Christian says, no, we need to stay awake. We need to help one another to stay awake. We need to have good discourse. We need to discuss the things of God together so that we can help each other to stay alert, stay awake, stay conscious to what he is doing. And that's what we need to do with one another, to encourage and to help one another to be those who are ready for his day. And so let us pray together. Lord, we thank you that we're children of the day. Thank you that you haven't just brought illumination into our lives by your light, but you've brought transformation into our life, lives by your light. And we are children of the day. Help us to live as children of the day, to always be ready, to be always be switched on to you, to what you're doing, to what you're saying, conscious of your presence, conscious of what you're working in our lives and in our world. We ask you for this in Jesus name. Amen.